Greetings and welcome to episode 46 of Theories and Thoughts podcast with your hostess, Anya and Fancy. Greetings all. How y'all doing on this fabulous Tuesday, mo- Tuesday morning? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Where my head at? How you feeling, Fancy? I'm good. Anything new going on with you? Well, actually, I've been doing um, this manifestation challenge, and um, we set a goal, basically, and then you're supposed to work toward the goal for 28 days. And I set my goal, actually, I set my goal for $7,000, and I'm actually, I don't have it on my board, I was trying to conceive, but I'm about at, like, about at 35 right now, and I'm just really amazed, because I've never done a challenge like this before, and of course, um, I'm including everything that, you know, everything that comes in, but at the same time, you know, of course I gotta pay bills and people and expenses and so on. But I'm just like, wow, like to think that I really set my mind to this. So also um, I set a reminder for myself at seven in the morning and then one at seven in the evening. And I go and say my affirmation. Um, I have it set in my phone so I can make certain that I remember. And that's really just what I'm focused on right now. (laughs) I had my um I had been trying to get it done. Um if, if I if I had my way, it would be all live pictures on my um on my website for Miss Things Boutique. So I had my my um as you know, my um Lord, my photo shoot. <laughs> Where's my mind? I had my photo shoot on Sunday. I had, um, I spoke on a, we w- I would have talked about it on here, but I ain't, I ain't get booked until Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, to um, speak on a topic, Successfully Single. So that was good. Thank you for, um, for yeah, that was good. Thank you. I was like, thank you, friend. I see your comment. I was like, my friend. <laughs> you were like preaching. You really made some great points and you went into depth and you could, you know, support everything that you said. So it was um, a really good topic and discussion. So that's what's been going on with me. What's going on with y'all? Mm-hmm. All right. So this week, Skip Bayless decided to go in on that. As y'all know, we always talk about mental health on here. We are such um, allies with anybody who has a mental illness, different things, because we we're 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 very involved in that because we ourselves go to therapy as we have shared several different times. Skip Bayless basically said that you can't be a leader and have and go through depression and anxiety. That's basically what he said in a nutshell to me. Um, what he was stating was that Prescott came out stating that during right before his brother passed, he was battling depression and anxiety, and it was times he didn't want to get up in the morning. Like for them to tell him that his brother passed, he had so they had to really wake him up to just tell him that, and he was having a vulnerable moment. And I just truly feel like this is why people don't tell why people that that are high profile never talk about those demons and the things that they're working through because there's somebody like skip you know come on and say oh well why you battling that that's wrong you shouldn't be no shut up shut up and he was like well i don't feel i don't have sympathy for him the captain shouldn't be having this he basically made it seem like it was a weak person's um disease and that if you have it and you struggle with it, you're weak. It pissed me off because I struggle with depression and anxiety. And it's not like you can just turn it off. It's not like you could just be like, you know what, I'm not gonna be depressed today. It don't work that it, it don't work that way. Sometimes it hit me, and I'm gonna talk about it later on in the PCOS segment. Um, sometimes it just hits you. And you don't I I remember one time I really didn't know that I was having a depression spell. I was at church and I was so snappy. I was snapping on everybody. Like, I just didn't want to be bothered, but I knew I had to be at church. Like I was at choir rehearsal. Then I went to church and it was like, Anya, are you having a bad, better day? I was like, why are you asking me that? <laughs> you know, like straight attitude. And then um, 
as the day progressed, my um, my minister of music, hey girl, um, my minister of music, his wife, Carrie, pulled me to the side. She said, Anya, what's going on? And I was like, girl, I don't know. I'm just cranky. I'm irritated. I'm this, I'm that. And she said, are you battling depression? And I said, you know what? I am. And I, I didn't, I didn't, and it's almost like when I put a word, a name to it, I was able to conquer it because I know what to do, you know, how to kind of get myself out of it. So in that moment, I was like, you know what? You're right. I am. I'm depressed right now. And that's why I'm so irritable. Irritable. So for him to say that, like you can just turn it off, turn it on, like only certain people get it, it pissed me off. And I had to tweet fancy about it. Fancy. <laughs> um. Well, of course I didn't agree with it. And I had just started to really like Undisputed because y'all know I have a, a crush on Uncle Shannon. So to like, and of course I appreciate how he, you know, stood his ground and, and spoke up for Dak because I wasn't really familiar with Dak before all this happened, of course. Um, but I was just really shocked by Skip. And then I, it actually made me go and like kind of research him because you know I always want to be like okay what would make a person think that way so he is a 60 something year old white man you know and basically it's like it's kind of understandable uh he did give a disclaimer but of course I do not agree with that at all especially like because that that whole interview was really touching you know and I began to study uh like look into Dak's family as well and just you know to even see his brother um which one was it Chaz that broke down crying and so on and you know I I just really think this is not the time I, even though and what I, one thing I want to know about Skip though when I did research him is that he's a workaholic like it's clearly stated that his wife will always come like as the how did they put it like if his job is one then his wife is like one A so for a man I think that thinks that way I can kind of understand you know but again I do not agree with it and just I was going to share something else. I'm just like, I don't even feel like going into that tonight. But no, um, and I definitely think that it's really this right now when we're talking more about mental health and encouraging people to be more vocal and then for someone to make a statement like that towards someone who is less. He kept pointing out um, one of what the, I don't know if he's the highest paid quarterback, but that's America's team. That's what he kept saying. And to me, that kind of made it even more of an insult. Like, just shut up. Don't, you know, don't have feelings. Just play damn ball. Basically, you know how people say just shut up and shoot. And that's kind of what he was saying to him. And I was just really appalled. Now, who is it? Uh, Fox Fox News did issue um, a statement kind of like apologizing and saying that they didn't agree with his um, comments. But I was just really shocked. But somebody else was like, you know, what did you expect? So, you know, Shala. <laughs> Sala <laughs> gave him donkey of the day and he said that at this point Skip is, is not really a um, analyst he's a critic because he's criticizing everything he, to, it's kind of like he's turned to this grumpy old man you know and it's kind of like what you said what do you expect he's a workaholic he probably depressed that's probably why he working so damn much <laughs> I mean let's keep it real when we, sometimes that's a form of depression like you you can't you gotta keep going because if you're alone with your thoughts, your ass gonna snap. Maybe that's why he don't know how to handle that. So, you know, I'm not trying to put him down, but I hope he get educated. Well, I think a lot of those comments, if he's bothered by that sort of thing, you know, because he's been in the game for some years, so he could be like, hell, I don't care, I'm almost out the door. So somebody said something about his contract, um, about to be, you know, like time for renewal or something. I, I'm always reading comments, so I started. <laughs> it probably is, but I don't think they're gonna get rid of him because he's very he ha he's informational. You know, he has that information. That's why he's been around so long. He knows the games. He knows, you know, the sports or what have you. It's just he make jack stupid comments. Speaking of shut up and drivel. Two people have been um, on LeBron's case this week. So apparently there was a shooting and two deputies in LA County was shot. They're calling it an ambush. 
first, the sheriff of LA County said, um, put out a statement stating that LeBron should give half of the reward, a double or master reward um, to catch the kill, um, not the killers, cause they're not dead, to catch the shooters. Then Candace Owens decided to go on and state that the reason why people are doing this is because of people like LeBron, who, which LeBron said in May after um, Mr. Osbury's um, case, that we're being hunted. And she's like, well, because he put out statements like that, that's the reason why black men would try to kill him. Now, the suspects have not been found, so they don't really know why they did it. Um, however, it could be that. It could be they're tired of it. They're, they're like, you know what? Y'all keep killing us, we're gonna kill y'all. That's kind of like what happened in Dallas um, some years back. They killed some cops for that reason. They were tired. That doesn't mean that they're a part of the Black Lives Matter movement. It's they're tired. People are tired, you know. Um, I know nothing about Candace because I decided I didn't want to know nothing about Candace. When you <laughs> gave me the story, I read up on it, but I I can't pull myself to listen to her rhetoric. I kind of understand. I hear all the time what she said. Oh, she's stupid. Oh, she this. Oh, she that. I just feel like I can't give her that energy. I can't give her my energy to sit there and listen to her and just be disagreeing. I know Cardi did something. She's been contacted Cardi so much and um, was trying to um, have a debate with Cardi something because Cardi did it on um, IG. She was like, Candace, I don't want to talk to you. Stop calling me. <laughs> I love Cardi. I love Cardi. Um, so that's... I feel like Candace is unnecessary. And as the article said, every time a black high profile person is in the news, she has something to say about it. Um, as everybody always says and points out, it's self-hate. I agree that it is definitely self-hate when every time somebody is saying something about your brotherment, you have to jump on the other person's side and not, um, just shut up. Sometimes you don't have to say nothing. It's, you, it's not necessarily you have to agree or not agree. You can just be quiet. Like, just don't say nothing. I do that a lot. But I just, I felt like the sheriff is stupid. <laughs> and I feel like Candace is dumb. Fancy. <laughs> well, um, for one, I do believe Candace harbors a lot of self-hate. It's really crazy because she's actually a beautiful black woman, but I don't know. I don't even, I don't know all her background either, but it just seems like every time she is mentioned, it is some type of, um, you know, it really makes you wonder, like, do she have any black friends? That's what I was thinking about earlier. Like what black friends might Candace have? But then at the same time, um, I know that there are other black people that do support the Republican party and are just deeply into this. So I said, maybe she hangs out with them, but I just can't see any normal black person just like wanting to listen to Candace. But also um, I was actually watching um, a live today and they were just talking about like attaching yourself to different celebrities or influencers. And I really believe that that's what she does. So that's how she keeps herself within a news cycle to stay relevant by attacking different people, particularly things like within the black community. But I don't think that by any means should LeBron be held accountable for any of this. You know, like, where does he come into play? If you're going to be trying to ask him to donate half, then you should be asking everybody else to donate half, you know? Or why does it even matter? And nothing against the officers, of course. But, and of course, I'm praying that they, you know, um, recover. But right. how, why is it that he should be donating something when it's officer involved, you know? Like what makes their lives any more special than all the other lives that have been taken by officers. So that right there alone is just crazy. But again, and it's just like, to me, it really bothered me. And the reason why I wanted to discuss this is because I don't, I don't, it seems like anytime a black person of influence that really has influence speaks out, then all of a sudden they're being attacked, you know, in multiple ways just you know things that could possibly end up hurting their careers and so on and i just think that that's so unfair especially because i i really admire lebron and the fact that he is willing to speak out unlike so many other people 
And then you try to take that one person, you know, I don't want him to stop speaking. And so that's kind of why I wanted to touch on that. But of course I don't agree with it. Um, LeBron does so much. LeBron gives scholarships. LeBron has camps. LeBron has a school. LeBron, LeBron is damn near perfect. <laughs> but here's the thing. And this is something that you have to remind yourself because I had to remind myself this this week also. People don't throw stones at pigeons. They throw them at eagles. Oh, that's a good one. You know, they, they got to throw it up. They don't throw it down. They throw it up because they want to bring you down. And it's another form of, um, I feel like, white supremacy. Bring the black person down. So I got to paint you to be a bad person because yeah. you're doing so well, you know. This guy don't have no scandals. He married his his baby mama. They always dancing on IG. You, you know what I'm saying? No no scandals. Only thing people can hate him for is moving to different teams. And I feel like he just moved to different teams to um bring bring rings to it to me. I mean, he's doing what he can. He, why he have to stay with one team? You know, I feel like he just, he's, he moves to different things because he wants to. Oh, you know, I always wanted to be a Laker. Let me go be a Laker. Oh, my homeboy, Heat, let me go there. Oh, you know, I'm going to come back home. That's hometown. I mean, I just feel like he, he just moving different teams because that's what he wanted to do. Well, and I don't know. Does LeBron have rings though? I'm asking because yes. I don't follow football. Yes, I've oftentimes heard people say something like, you know, um, he's moving because of, you know, he's trying to pursue a ring. Either way, I mean, it didn't really matter to me if he had a ring yeah. or not because I really look at his character in that sense of just him being a leader and so on. You know, that's what mm -hmm. I'm more so looking at. But I was just curious once you said that. But also, I think people have a loyalty to sports that is unmatched and it's just the sport it's just entertainment it's just really something that was created to take your attention away from you know a lot of the main issues that people were being faced with back in the day so the fact that you know that they get just stuck in at one place or feel like they should just be held down in that one place is already crazy but i do also think even as you were saying it it's like of course if you look at him as an organizer then yeah he would be attacked you know if he can organize you can be attacked so i get that he has three one three rings okay okay sorry lebron huh <laughs> like sorry lebron you gotta go look it up okay yeah, he has three. I knew he had one with um, the Heat, and I knew he had one with Charlotte, with, with Cleveland. Now maybe he has two with one of them. But anyway, that's all the current events that we have tonight. Fancy, who's our sponsor? Our first sponsor. Our first sponsor for the evening is. Wait, I'm sorry. Let me remove our names here. Let me. Hey, DD. I forgot to say, hey girl. Hey girl. Hey. All right, so our first sponsor for the evening is Love and Serenity Wellness. Love and Serenity Wellness is a space for you to receive insight about yourself and how you can gain more love, peace, and stable wellness overall. So you all can find them online at, and everything is exactly as it is said. Everything is spelled correctly. So loveandserenitywellness.com and on Instagram, Love and Serenity Wellness. All one word. And it's spelled out. Uh, that's, that's what I'm right. Okay. okay. I was <laughs> I was about to put on some lip gloss since I'm the, the Oh look, let me spell them spell it out for y'all. Give onions some time then. So love, love me. Uh look, I'm trying to see it from my end. I can't. Okay. You good W, -W Love L O V E A N D S E R E N I T Y W E L L N E S S dot com. So you all can check them out. Alrighty then. So moving into our second segment of the evening, we were switching things up tonight, and y'all, I am actually interviewing Anya. Um, tonight's topic is PCOS. And she's going to be sharing her story. So I'm going to be asking her some questions. I guess, you know, I don't know, like that's how an interview normally goes. And you all can see her shirt that says Our Teal for Me PCOS Awareness. Is that one of your shirts? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So um, 
And then you all know that we always do the um, onions link so you all can see and be able to shop if you'd like to purchase the shirt as well. So, Anya, we're gonna, uh, I'm assuming everybody should already know who you are. We're gonna start with our first question being, first explain to us what PCOS is, for those who are unfamiliar. PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. It is a hormonal syndrome that, um, that most women, a lot of women um, deal with. It is where um, we have more testosterone than estrogen and it affects our body um, insulin levels as well because of the testosterone. So that's what it is and it causes so many different um, side um, effects. Like if you see the women with the beards, that's an effect. <laughs> um, obesity is an effect. Okay. I'm sorry, I, I, was, I think I was kind of waiting on something else. So oh. uh, can you tell us about when you were diagnosed? Like, and what was it that, you know, how did you even come about being diagnosed? Were you seeing some type of symptoms or signs or did you just, you know, happen to be in at a checkup and discover this or how did that happen? So I was diagnosed 10 years ago, 10 years ago, October. Um, I went to a routine annual. And here's the thing, when, when I was in my 20s, I had, so the symptoms of PCS can be diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, mood swings, um, the hair on the face. You have, let me, you know what, I looked it up so I can so I make sure I don't um, not tell y'all. Irregular cycles, um, excessive hair growth, as I told y'all, acne, and as I said, obesity, heavy menstruations, um, light menstruations, spotting, you have um, inf infertility, depression, um, inappropriate male features, that's the the hairiness and everything, loss of scalp and um, loss of scalp hair and unwanted hair. So those are the things that a lot of women deal with. Um, ever since I had my cycle, my cycle had always been irregular. So I would go five, six months without a cycle. And then when I when I was a teen, and my mom was like, what is going on? So I was on birth control real, real, real young because it helped my cycles. Hmm. I would have heavy periods, like, I hate to sound gross, but major blood clots, like, and they didn't know what it was. I actually was like, I will be examined while I was on my cycle and blood clots will be coming out while they were examining. That was at like a young age. So it's kind of traumatic. Um, when I was in my twenties, I was diagnosed with, um, I was borderline diabetic and I actually was taking diabetes medicine at that time. And they wanted to kind of put me on high blood pressure pills, but I was like, no, I don't want to, you know, and different things. So I was heavy, but I was always, I ate better than I eat now. And I was more active. And my doctor always thought that I had thyroid issues. She was like, well, let me try um, these thyroid. You know, she'll always test my thyroid. That was back when I was a teen. So 10 years ago, when I was 20, 29, my doctor, she, she just was like trying to figure out what, what could it be? So one day she just was like, when I went for my annual, she was like, you know what? I'm gonna test your hormone levels. And when she tests my hormone levels, that's when she seen that I had PCOS. But I had symptoms. Hmm? I'm sorry, what was the last part? I was like, but I had the symptoms. Like I can remember back in my twenties, I would get so depressed at times or so um, irritable. And my doctor at the time, she wanted me to check my ovulation because I don't know if you guys know, but whenever you're ovulating, sometimes you get depressed and moody. So she was trying to figure out what was causing these mood swings and different things, but it wasn't until um, I was diagnosed with PCOS that it all made sense. Uh, so um, also I was just curious when you said that they, um, that it pertains to your hormones. So how did they test it though? Do they test it through the blood? Is that how they would do that? Yes, it was a blood test. It was definitely a blood test and it came back with all the rest of the um, 
think all the rest, you know, they do all your blood work and everything. Right. I, I was just curious. Um, I never thought about that before until you just said it and it kind of made me think. So what type of changes, like, you know, did that bring about for you after your diagnosis? Well, actually, before I even say that, with the diagnosis, how, like, what was that like for you? <laughs> yes, I'm okay. Um, just thinking back 10 years, because I didn't think about it today until early. I was like, dang, I was diagnosed 10 years ago. Um, the first thing was, because whenever you look up PCOS, you look up and it says infertility, infidelity, infertility. And um, I was like, I won't be able to have a kid. That was the first thing I thought. Um, the second thing was like, nobody's going to want me. If I could just be totally honest, we're honest here. Um, I was like, nobody's gonna want me. I can't have a baby. Um, and one of my sister friends at the time that I was really close with, you know, y'all know my my faith is like everything to me. Um, she brought up, she brought up um, Sarah and Abraham, and she said that you know Sarah, Sarah was an old woman, and they said that she couldn't have kids. And she was able to have a baby, you know, no matter how old her and Abraham was, it was, he was a promise. And she was like, if God did that, why he can't do that for you? And a lot of it was, um, you just, you feel like woe is me, but the people around me wouldn't let me be woe is me. They were like, girl, come on. I got, I got this, you know, and but sometimes when you're by yourself, you, you wonder why, but then you got to get reminded because people are like, I mean, well, I, I was like, you know, I'll see people do stuff. You know, you see on the news, this person put a baby in a dumpster or this person did this. And it would just break my heart because I was like, well, why I don't have a baby? But then it's like, fool, you're on birth control. You can't have no baby, you're on birth control. And <laughs> your birth control is working. You never tried. <laughs> That's one. That's two. <laughs> you're on birth control, you never tried. Number three was, I never wanted to have a baby outside of wedlock. So, of course, you're going to have a baby if <laughs> that's, that's your plan. But I know, you know, it's always that scare of that. So when I was um, 35, I went to the fertility doctor just to see how everything's working down there to um, just see where I was with things. And he really explained to me how my body handles PCOS. Cause everybody's body handles it differently. Like I very rarely shave my leg. Like I can tell you since, since conception, I probably didn't shave my legs three or four times. Like seriously, I don't shave my legs. I don't have to. Cause it, my hair on my legs are very fine. Like you, you wouldn't see it, you can't see it. Um, so what, how he explained it, and I guess I should have said this when you uh, was asking me about it before. And the reason why I don't get cycles is because the test my body my body um, creates an excess of testosterone, so it's right here. And as the egg flows into your uterus, you know it it goes in. Mm -hmm. It can't go because the testosterone is right here. And so when a bunch of eggs come, then they can move it, and then that's when I can have my cycle. So what happens is. I have excess testosterone and the egg can't get through. That's why I can't, I don't have a cycle, although I'm, the eggs are there and they're moving. So when the excess, also what happens is how most people body handles insulin, when you eat, your insulin rises. I mean, it rises and it brings it down. For me, when I eat, it rises, but it has to go double. And so it brings it down. So then I have an excess of insulin also. So that's why I'm borderline diabetic. And you have to really watch your carb intake and different things. So um, that was a diagnosis. That's some of the education. I think he was about to ask me um, what changed. For me at the time, nothing changed. Um, I just was, woe is me for a, lot, a long time. When I would get by myself, I think I was like, woe is me. You know, everybody always reminded me I was such an um, amazing aunt. You're such an amazing aunt. You don't have to worry about that. You know, if you never have kids, you know, you, you're so nurturing. You take care of everybody. And I think that's why um, Mother's Day this year just was just too much for me. Um, because I'll be 40 next May. And, <laughs> and it's like, 
you better hurry up and get get on the ball. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, as you know, but I don't think our audience know, I decided that I was gonna freeze my eggs because one of the things with people with PCOS is intravenous. Did I say that right? I think you are. But I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to hear the rest of it because I think I've heard that before. Um, is when they put the egg in there, test tube baby. Oh. Um, when they put the egg in there, in, in, in vitro, right. Um, so I was gonna do, I was gonna um, do my eggs, freeze my eggs, but I decided not to. Um, personal reasons, it was just really, I would prefer to go through that process with my husband. Um, and that's just it. I would just prefer to go through the process and all of that with my husband. Um, so that was that was one of the things that I thought about doing because I'm high risk and I'm gonna be high risk because I'm I'm about to be over 40 and I have PCOS so I wanted to go ahead and freeze my eggs but when they looked at my eggs I have a lot of eggs and that was before I even started treatments I had so many eggs it was like wait girl you got a lot of eggs so um, that's that part did I answer your question I'm sorry uh, well. Yeah, kind of, because I know that they're possibly, um, I know before you've mentioned like having a nutritionist too, you kind of mentioned that about the carbons, but it seems like you do, well, I know the nutrition part is a really, it seems to be a big part of it. So if you could speak a little on that, I think that that would be good as well, because I know that your diet has to change somewhat, right? Yes. So now, um, because I had PCOS and I was on the um, arena. Both of them, the doctor will always tell me, just walk, just walk. Cause basically with both of them, both of them side effects is obesity and it's hard to lose weight. So at the time when I had both of them, they were like, just try to get active, just move your body. You really have, nutrition is number one. And it wasn't until I decided, you know, my father got sick, my mom has diabetes. And it's one of those things that I'm looking at people around me die over things that they, that can be controlled. Mm -hmm. So it's time to do something about it. And that's why I decided to, you know, I walk now, I try to watch what I eat. I don't eat as much sugar because for me, sugar is a big thing. For some people, they like meals. Me, I like sugar. I love sugar. I can eat donuts every morning. I would eat donuts, then eat this lady that um, worked in my office. She had candy on her desk. I'll go get a bunch of candy bar little things off her desk. Eat that after I didn't have donuts that morning, two donuts that morning. Eat that, oh, and that was with kolaches too. Drink cold drinks, all of that. So nutrition is very, is, is, is very, very, very important, which is overall health. So I have to watch carbs because my insulin levels and you know it turns into sugar so fast you know it's one of those things that everything i eat goes on my hips you know how people say that mm -hmm. oh um hey lisa that's my sister uh, <laughs> you know it, it literally does that for me it turns into sugar so where it may take other people's bodies a little longer to deal with it mine mm -hmm. it stays on me and it stays on me so i have to always be on top of my nutrition and everything like right now while i'm working out and doing it it's good everything's working but the minute i stop i can stop for one day and i will gain some of that way back like that's how with pcos it is so you have to really pay attention to your body know what you're doing i try to drink a lot of water as y'all know i always have my i have my five i have my tumbler tonight i was drinking wine early don't judge me um <laughs> but I try to stay on top of my water. I um, I was eating like a lean breakfast and I allowed myself um, like different things throughout the day, but I try to watch what time I finish eating it. But some days I win, sometimes I don't. I don't beat myself up, I give myself grace. So say for instance, this morning, I'm doing intermittent fasting now. So when I ate today, well, I didn't do it this morning because I was like super, super hungry for whatever reason. But I had a breakfast on a bun and I only ate one bun. And I had water, you know. So I'm watching all those things. So nutrition is very, very important. I did get a nutritionist when um, I was freezing my eggs, when I was going through the process of freezing my eggs. The bank actually got me a nutritionist, got me a psychiatrist. Oh, that's important, yes. 
And I was like, I already have a psychiatrist, but just one that, that deal with people who are in that room because it's very, it's emotional. Like you, the fact that you asked me, I wasn't expecting to feel that way when you asked me when I was diagnosed, you know, but it's an emotional thing, especially with, you know, in vino, intravenous, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In vitro, it's very interesting because it's almost like people are trying to make you feel like you're less than a woman because you can't repro, you can't um, have kids, procreate, you know? Um, people are make you think that something's wrong with you because you're not, you can't do it like everybody else does it. And then you start taking that in, you harbor that, you harbor what's wrong with me, why I can't have children like everybody else. Some of these people, and I know people, hell, they look at somebody funny, they pregnant, you know what I'm saying? And you start to covenant what they have and you can't covenant what they have. My cousin have nine kids, my favorite cousin, my ace has nine kids. She have nine kids. But I can honestly say I've never been jealous of that. I just, you know, she's never been one that I just was like, well, why she got this? No, I, I wasn't. And I'm thankful that I've never been that person. I only, you know, dealt with myself. I've never looked at somebody and said, well, why they got all this? I have said, well, why these people having kids and they can't take care of their kids? I have said that. I have said, why are they killing their kids? I could have had a kid. You know, I do say that. But I don't look at somebody and be like, mm, why, you know, it's kind of like whenever you see stuff on the news, you're like, why did why is that happening? And you have women in this world who can't have children or it may be difficult. So that's why they have psychiatrists to help them. I can understand that. Now, also, because um, you, and I don't know why I look, I'm supposed to start, I've started writing down my notes before, but you said maybe two things. Um, I'm still kind of like, when you said that about the in vitro and then, so if they freeze the eggs, you have the eggs. I don't know, let me circle back to that one. But I wanted to know too, as far as with, um, you mentioned that about like the insulin and how it can affect your insulin levels. So is just out of curiosity, could like fatigue be a part of this? Definitely. Fatigue is one of the symptoms. It is like, you could just be tired. There's people, like I was in a PCOS group. I had to get out because it was just too negative. But it was almost them and the um, Marina group, both of them I just had to get out of. But they would literally be like, I don't know why, I, I don't know why I talk to him the way that I talk to him, why I'm so irritated with my husband. Like people have extreme, people think that I have, I'm moody. No, these people have extreme mood swings and it's causing them depression because they can't, handle it and that's why the whole piece about that pissed me off because sometimes I could be in the best mood and then all of a sudden I want to cry <laughs> and I don't know why the hell I just want to cry and I want to just be in my bed and I don't want to talk to nobody I don't want to deal with nothing it just hits you and that's that's definitely that is the side effect of um PCOS so yeah, the in vitro is definitely, you know, people um, with the egg thing. Well, go ahead, ask extra question. I'm still coming back to that one. Cause I'm still trying to, I'm trying to like imagine it in my head. I'm trying to put, I'm trying to imagine a process of that kind of. But uh, also this is another side note, but there was a Marina group, a group of people that have Marinas, like. Okay. Marina support group because they're, sometimes they get a lot because Marinas can cause mood swings also. I don't know if people know that. Also, it can get lodged in your um, uterus. Oh. Or some people just want information on it, on the IUD. Okay. I, that, I just didn't know. You know, I'm still kind of just getting used to groups. So now I'm starting to see some of everything out there. I just, I, I don't know. That's kind of different to me. But um, also, it's so, and actually, you might have said this, but I just wanted to confirm, like, so as far as medication that you can take, or, you know, if you have PCOS, there is nothing. Okay. But, uh, but the birth control helps because it helps to balance out uh, the estro estro estrogen and the testosterone. Kind of, so you can have your cycles, yeah. 
and it'll kind of help with your moods a little bit, but and maybe your acne because some people get really bad acne. I've been blessed. Let me tell you something. I've been blessed with mine. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm borderline diabetic and I've been on blood pressure pills since forever, but I am blessed that I'm. I don't have a beard. There's people with beard, women with beards out here, you know. Mm -hmm. Pink eyebrows, you know, mine don't even grow that. I haven't got my eyebrows arched in forever. You know what I'm saying? I have some scalp issues, but I'm not sure if that's attributed from um, PCOS. I don't have acne. You know, I have very good skin. There's some people with bad acne. Like they, and it's hormonal. It's hormonal acne because of their PCOS. So is it possible, like, for someone who's had kids to, um, and I don't even know how you, you can't say contracted or just. Um, there are people who have kids that have PCOS. Sure. Um, one of my good girlfriends had PCOS and she's small. Okay, so here's the thing. Whenever you want to have kids and you have PCOS, they tell you to lose weight. But my girlfriend, it's small already. So for her to try to get pregnant, it was like, you can't tell her to lose weight. But a lot of women have the weight loss surgery. And I've considered it. I said, if I was to get married um, and we had problems with conceiving, I probably would get the weight loss surgery so I can't conceive. But there are women who have kids that have PCOS. That may not be theirs. You know, infertility may not be theirs. Everybody don't have all the symptoms. Well, actually, my question was like, can you have had kids? You know, you've already given birth and then later be diagnosed with this. Yeah, you could have had it all along and you just didn't have issues with, um, it's not something that you contract. But like, I mean, I, get, I got that. I just don't know how to, you know, I don't know how you exactly say it comes about. So it's just kind of like a change then, basically. Like, you know, basically you're, or do you think, and I'm now, this is kind of a, really a do you think. Do you think that um, our hormonal, like our hormones that we're, like the same way we're born already with our number of eggs that we're going to have, which is, would the hormones be the same way? I think that you're born with PCOS. Um, and you're then diagnosed. I don't think that it's something that just, that happens when you get older. I think it's something that you, that you're born with and it's just, you working through it. Hey, Angie. Well, you know what? Cause actually um, I was reading at a little and I did see that it is uh, normally women that are between the ages, you know, like to give birth. So if you think about it that way though, then, well, I mean, people have given birth like at pretty, some pretty young ages, but you know what I mean? Just kind of thinking since you said that. And of course these are all just thoughts, you know, right. but as we're discussing it. So, Angie has it. She just said she was diagnosed after she had her daughter. Okay. And Lisa says it's genetics. Yeah, it definitely. And it, it like when I once I got diagnosed, my mom was like, I wonder if my niece had it. Like she started thinking of people who could have had it, and that could have been something that they that they're dealing with, but they don't know that they have it. That's the thing. A doctor, you have to first go to the doctor regularly for them to say, Hey, something's wrong. Let me try this. Again, before in my 20s, my doctor was like, she was to test my thyroid all the time because I was just gaining weight, gaining weight. And she was like, I don't know why you're gaining weight. What are you doing different? I was like, I'm not doing nothing different. And she thought it was thyroid. So mm -hmm. periodically, and then my next doctor, my G same thing, GYN, they're like, <laughs> um, what's wrong? You know, like, because I didn't eat, I don't, I'm not a, I don't eat just a whole lot. Now, sometimes I do sweets, but I don't, I'm not that person that just be like sitting here with food just right here and right here and all over. I'm not that person. So they literally was like, what's wrong? So that, I think that attributed to it. The fact that I go to the doctor regularly and I take care of myself, that they're like, this doesn't make sense. Stuff that's going on with you don't make sense. Right. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be 20-something with diabetes, a borderline diabetic. You shouldn't be 20-something with high blood pressure. That's just not something that you should, that should be happening to you, you at that age. So they were like, 
let me check. <laughs> let me see what's going on because there's something that's going on. My daughter has is very common in African-American women. Yes. And people don't talk about it. And that's why I tried to last year, if you remember, I had people come on to tell their PCOs, PCOS story and I interviewed them. Um, every week I interviewed um, Shanice. Yeah, marketing. I interviewed my um, my nutritionist. I interviewed um, a couple of people who has it. We don't talk a lot about it, so a lot of women don't know about it. They don't know to ask. My biggest thing is it made sense to me after I was diagnosed. It was like, oh, that's why. Oh, that's why that's that's why that. You know this and the other. But again, I took my my diagnosis very very hard. I was. I was 29, you know, and for you to be like, well, you know, you may or may not be able to have kids. You, you know, you may or may not this and you have that. It just breaks your heart. But that's when my fate came in. And as I said, you know, Chantel was like, uh, uh. <laughs> Sarah had a baby at an old age. She was, she was, she, you know, she was Sarah. She wasn't supposed yeah. to have no kids and she had that baby and you will have a baby and this and another. And I was like, okay. I think that's when I wanted a kid. And then that's the thing, you know, when, when somebody tell you you can't do something, you can't have something, or you, or you may not be able to have it, that's when you want it even more. You know, you, you want it even, even, you know, I want that, I want that now. So I think that my, I put pressure on myself. I wanted to be married so I can hurry up. And then that, that part, you know, and then if I tell a guy, I, I've never just told a guy, that I was just randomly dating, I have PCOS, they wouldn't understand. But if it was somebody that I was really interested in, I talked to them about it. Because I always think I want that option. Yeah, I was about, that was about to be my question. So actually you just kind of answered it. So it's not something you just discussed with somebody on the first date or anything, okay? No, I don't, I don't discuss it um, on the first date. If we're just having a conversation about just life and stuff, I, I may talk about it, but it's not a first date thing. Um, I do tell men that I want the option. But again, I had the option to freeze my eggs and I still have the option to freeze my eggs. I just, it's it's scary to me. It's scary. I mean, you have to stick yourself in order to in vitro. So you go through the same process as you do for in vitro. The only difference is they don't, they, they put, they store your eggs opposed to them putting it with your husband's sperm or your donor's sperm. And you know, when I went to the, the fertility doctor, um, it was actually, yeah, it was, the, like I said, the first time was when I was 35. The second time was last year, I was 38. And you know, I went through a, a, the whole process. I was, I was at the process of going in <laughs> to get my, my medicine to freeze my, well, you know that. Yeah, I was, I was like, I really had thought you had went through with it. You know, we never came back and I guess finished the discussion, but in my mind, I was like, oh, so she, she froze her eggs. No, I didn't because I'm really big on, I don't want just a baby, I want a family. Here I go, you know I'm a crybaby. Um, I would like the family unit. I don't want to just have a baby just to say I have a baby. That's never was my, my thing. It was always, I want a family, my husband, you know. I understand that sometimes that don't work out. I get it, I see it, but I want that. That's my desire, you know, and it's hard when you express that you wanna have a kid and somebody say, oh, you're doing so well by yourself. You don't need that, you know, but they don't know that I have PCOS and it's a, it's a chance I may not even be able to do that. So don't tell me, you know, what I don't need, you know, so people, people try to be like, you know, they try to, um, I feel like people mean well, but they don't know they're ignorant. So because they don't know they don't they don't know to say you know because if i told them where it's a possibility i may not be able to then you know the conversation may be a little bit different you know it'll be like well, I'll never have. right you know so yeah well <laughs> i will say this i mean and of course you know it often kind of comes up the fact like you know you don't have kids i do have three kids so i was a team mom um but just just i just feel like 
it's worth saying because you know i remember i used to be really just stuck on hope this whole like of course when even when i had my kids i thought that their dads would stay around i have never um had that to happen <laughs> like out of three people wonder how you even have a second one with the first one but my thing is i just want to note because i look at my kids every day and i know how much of a blessing they are i know that just as i as it might seem that that they I, they were supposed to be with me. I was supposed to have them because that's what keeps me grounded. So I just want to say, I mean, and of course, people have different things that keep them grounded, but family is what you make it, you know? So we've never had like a man to just lead us as a family, but I feel like we are deep as a family, you know? But I just say that because I remember like how many relationships I tried to hang on to, like, oh, you know, well, I'm trying to have this family because I really, and really, I feel like I lost a big part of my, um, and I've shared this before, you know, possibly with you or just, you know, a live or something. Like, I was so caught up into like trying to find somebody to complete that family. I really feel like I, or either working so that I would be suitable for someone that I lost a lot of time with my kids, you know? And when I look back on it, I'm just like, you know, or either just, I lost a lot of time just being depressed, trying to understand, you know, because to me, that's what I thought, oh, you're going to have a kid. This person's going to be there with you forever. Da, da, da. But you realize things change. Your kid's going to be there though, regardless. And it's just the difference. And I'm not trying to say that. I hope I don't, you know, I hope you understand. Yeah, I mean, and I get it. But the thing is this, I don't have kids. You're, what, 36? I'll be 36 soon, yeah. You'll be 36. You've been married and you have kids. I'm 39, I've never been married and I don't have kids, so it's just me. So our, our point of view and our, and our perception is different. I don't take offense, but the way that we see things is differently. And I'm not, it's not that I'm just, oh, I'm just gonna hold, you know, that he's gonna say, but I've seen a lot of single parents and I don't wanna start off that way. My mama was a single parent, I watched her struggle. Yeah, my dad came in a picture, you know, at certain times, but I watched her struggle. I've watched several single parents struggle. So why even put myself in that position? That's me saying, not being offensive to nobody else, but why even start myself off in that position? No, I'm not gonna try to hold on to a man that don't wanna be, you know, here, but I will try to make my marriage work. But for me, it's always been even if I don't have a kid, it, you know, I could just have the husband and I'm okay with that. But the kid always was a part of the equation. I mean, the husband was always the a part of the equation for the kid, but the mm -hmm. kid is not always a part of the equation when it's to the husband, if that makes sense. It does. And I, I totally get what you're saying. You know, we are totally, you know, looking at it. I just want to just state that there are other options. So, you know, I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. I can't, you know, put myself in your shoes or anything where you or vice versa, but just like, and I guess not to be like a don't lose hope, but also sometimes, you know, we make adjustments, you know, sometimes the vision might look one way and then we discover, Hey, that the vision could be this, you know? So I'm just saying, of course, you know, I support you with whatever it is that you decide. And yes, as a single parent, I have gone through hell and back. So I don't <laughs> just being out here having kids just for random people or anything, or just to have a kid. But if you are in a position possibly to, you know, even if it's an adoption, you know, because there's still so many other kids out there that are in need. I just look at that as well. So, and even um, just, I've shared a little how most people think, because I already have kids, I don't want any more kids, especially since my son is going to be 21 next month. But I'm like, hey, I really, I wanted the same thing. Hell, my marriage was just a marriage. It was, I don't even know what to call it. So I don't even count that. When people ask me, have I, um, if I'm divorced or whatever, and I have to remember like, oh, you are divorced. <laughs> and I think it's probably been about 10 years too. So they're going to show like that was, that was really nothing to me. My kids' dads were almost really nothing to me. And for the most part, so I did a lot of things backwards. So I commend you for trying to do things the right way. I don't knock that by any means. And I don't want anyone to think, you know, they don't, Francesca just like it, because that's not the case. But yeah, so if there is anything else uh, in closing that you would like for people to know, though, or? Um, 
when it comes to PCOS, learn more about it. If you um, if you know someone, try to be sensitive to the things that's going on. No, you know, I've been called bipolar. I've been told that, girl, you're just always so moody, but you don't know why. I can't, I can't, um, I can't. Oh, she said you look so young and have a 20 more year. Um, you know, just be sensitive to other people. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what I've gone through. You don't, you don't know my journey, you know? So, you know, <laughs> that that's it. I would say, because even if it's not PCOS, it could be something else. Somebody is dealing with depression and it can't control that. And you talking ill, Skip, <laughs> you know? You talking crazy because that's something that you don't have to deal with. But everybody has something that they're dealing with that they, um, something that they deal with in secret, right. you know? But it's one of the things that I love about being a part of the Swagger family that this is something two years in a row that we have made sure, as long as I'm here, I try to make sure that um, that we talk about because it's not talked about enough and people think they're by themselves. Because I thought I was by myself until I started telling people, oh, I have PCOS. And then Angel was like, since you have PCOS, I didn't know that I have it too, you know? And then you talk to people and you find out what they're doing to cope and to deal with different things and the things that they're dealing with. And like I said, my other girlfriend, um, she had it and it was, again, and she has it and it, again, it's good to talk to someone that understands that, okay, I'm not okay all the time. I'm dealing with this, I'm battling something. I'm battling myself. I could be, you know, shopping and have an anxiety attack there and have to stop and breathe and just be like, okay, and sing, okay. <laughs> so just that be sensitive to people, especially people with hair on their face. All right. Well, um, uh, cause initially I was just, I, I keep still on to ask something else, but I'm not going to worry with it. All right. So, well, cause I keep, I keep looking back at my list of questions on the, like the last question was like, is there any precautions that women could take or anything? But if this is genetically, you know, passed on possibly, then it's not, you know, so Alrighty then. Well, thank you, Onion, for talking to us about that. Uh, let me go into our second sponsor of the evening. Oh, let me share. Um, okay. Thank you, Miss Bettina. I did appreciate that comment. It's always good to hear. And uh, Miss Bettina also said this was an excellent topic. Thank you. And she said, uh, I don't have any kids. Have me too. <laughs> Okay, well, so our second sponsor for the evening is T Monique Naturals. T Monique Naturals was inspired by the woman on the go with the need for healthy hair with less hassle. You all can find them on their website at tmoniquenaturals.com. That's T M O N I Q U E N A T U R A L S.com. And their Instagram is the exact same thing at T-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S. I'm sorry, I don't know how people do this on TV all the time, read these things. Like, call, when you do the spelling, I think my mind um, goes too fast or something for that. And it's like always throwing me off. Me too. But, <laughs> but um, and so, Anya, did you have anything else? I have your titles here too, but I didn't know if it was some uh, something else that you needed to mention. Nope. Just be aware and be sensitive because just because somebody don't have kids, they may not be able to have kids. Okay. And also you all can find on your on her uh outlets on Instagram. Yes. Um, so let's get at remember I have L um Lady CEO, Lady Spell with the I C O L C where I have Lady CEO Media on YouTube. I have um ladies dot ceo or ig lady ceo on instagram i mean on facebook and i'm underscore a underscore lady ceo on twitter lady spelled with an i and also remember i have miss things boutique and also remember she has her uh shirts too just in case somebody didn't see your shirt in the beginning i wear teal for me i also have one um keep calm and learn more about uh, pcos all right, and you all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Fancy Swagger. 
look, I'm sitting here like I forgot my own stuff. Pat, I never do this, but it is exactly as it's said. I don't know. It's spelled exactly as it said. F-A-N-C-Y-S-W-A-G-H-E-R. People going to be thinking that case. <laughs> I hate it. yours out. It's spelled just like that. It's the ones that, it's the stuff that um, is spelled weird. That's why I be wanting us to spell out. But I know why you do it also um, for the people that might be listening. Because y'all do know that we are on Spotify. Please subscribe if you haven't already. And if there is nothing else, I'm going to go ahead on and close out then. Bye, y'all. See y'all next Bye. week. Well, y'all can't never see my way. Hey, next week is our anniversary. Is it? No. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is. it's our anniversary. We have giveaways. Make sure y'all join. Y'all join in. All right, one year. Bye.